All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos. Sports Grind being presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka, established in 1938. Don't forget, man, coming up on uh, August the 24th, which is Ukraine's Independence Day, Stoli Vodka, they uh, teamed up but with Chef Jose Andres, uh, that's uh, pretty much in the WCK World uh, Central Kitchen. They're providing meals to soldiers and everything that's on the ground fighting that war over there, and they're trying to raise a million dollars by August 24th. If you want more details, you can go to their website at Stoli dot com that is stoli vodka official sponsor of the sports grind what you got if you have a chance to get your hands on that limited edition bottle too it, it's a work of art man the the one for ukraine yeah yeah it, it's beautiful yeah that's a limited i know i've put a picture on my twitter before but might okay. have to share it again it's it's something else nice stoli vodka official sponsor of the sports grind all right, before we go to the phones uh, here real quick. Well, before we do that, yeah, let's go to the phones first before we well, go into the uh, Raekwon. But you said it's Roquan. Roquan Smith. Roquan. I bet you in the hood he gets called Raekwon, Roquan, but Roquan Smith. Okay. If I was Roquan, I'd go by Rock. You go by, why would you want to do that? Like, you know, the Rock, that has one guy that has that. It's always going to be submitted with Dwayne John. Like if you go around telling yourself you're right, they're going to look at you like, "Yeah, you really right." That's you can't do that. But you can spell it R R O Q. I don't give a damn. When you think of the Rock of his brand, Dwayne Johnson, there's probably only one. But anyway, nice try, Jones. One eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven sixty. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Tomcat. Tomcat, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket Seven Sixty and Thirteen Hundred The Zone. What's up? Hi. Uh, so I just wanted. I have. Uh bit of a disagreement with you as far as when it comes to Ohio State and Alabama just themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the whole college football playoff is wide open. I think Ohio State is only going to be 9-3. Even with bringing Jim Knowles on defense, they still struggle on defense. As opposed, mm-hmm. Just like last year they did with losing to Oregon, losing to Michigan. I mean, you still have Georgia. You still have Texas A&M, which has brought an incredible class. Not to mention, you still got Arkansas, which has some dogs on their defense. And you still have Michigan that's still coming in. So I just have a totally disagree with you as far as Ohio State being there as a number two team. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for the phone call. Um, Tom, okay, thanks. That, that's, I mean, that's what I'm here for. I mean, there's a lot of people disagree with me. But I, I just feel that if you – there's a reason why they're one and two. And I think – see, this is the deal. I think, you know, when you look at – and I'm not saying this is what Tom Cap was doing, but when you look at NFL in college – you know, unless there's really crazy overhaul at the NFL or whatever, you can really gauge by what you saw last year and kind of carry that over the next year. Like I used to pick teams that I knew that was going to do good the next year. I would always look for teams that finish like week 11 through 17 um, strong. Like the teams that no matter what their record was, the team, even if they missed the playoffs, because I'm all about in the NFL, you build on something and that and most likely if that nucleus is coming back in college, it's a little bit different. I think a lot of tendencies of people to sit there and say, well, damn, man, Georgia just won the national championship. Damn, man. You know, this is that. How can you say? But in college, you do have a lot of turnover from 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 year to year. And not only that, that's with the addition to the transfer portal. 
I, I'm look, I'm not telling you that without a doubt, either Ohio State or Alabama is going to win the national championship. I'm just telling you that when you look at the rosters and you look at the depth, I just feel that Ohio State and Alabama, they're going to be in a little bit different class a little bit. That doesn't mean that they can't get beat any given Saturday or any given Thursday night or Friday night. But, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. We're almost there. I mean, we're almost going to settle this stuff on the on the field. What you got? But it is one of those things where, I, I, to the point, I mean, Ohio State couldn't walk through the Big Ten last year. Michigan with the big upset, historic. They were young last year. They have they they love and and that's and people are think about this. Look who they lost at wide receivers to the NFL. One guy's on the, the Saints, the, the Buckeyes, yeah, the Ohio yeah, State, and yeah. these coaches still and, and most of these coaches really don't know. I mean, because they're worried about their program, but they're still at number two. Has the USA Today poll come out yet? Have they released their first one? Well, that's USA Today coaches. That the coaches, but that, that, that is, is the, the coaches poll. Okay, yeah. what about is that the only poll we that's out? We don't have AP yet. And I'm interested to see what the AP, if they have Ohio State any lower than two. I would think that you, again, I, I think you can make a case for them to be three at that point. Who's number, then who's your number two? I'm going to respect the champion. I'm going to put Georgia there. I don't, I don't have a problem doing that at this point. I think that, because Ohio State always has a problem with losing the odd game throughout their schedule, whether it's Penn State pulls off the upset, Michigan State pulls off the upset, or again, Michigan doing it last year. And it happens at the worst possible time. So when, when we get to looking at the college football playoff, there's, it's always this struggle of, do we put Ohio State there? Do we not put Ohio State there? Because they didn't, like you say, necessarily finish strong. They always tend to trip up there right around October, November. Okay. That's just the pattern annually. So could you make the case for somebody else to step in and take that spot? Again, finish the, actually finish the season. Okay, let's take a gander at the desert. You know, usually the desert's the Bible on this show. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I haven't looked at this yet, but I'm eager to, to, to see, you know, um, since Tomcat had a major pushback on me. Nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with people disagreeing with me as long as you're respectful. Okay. Alabama. This is future odds to win the title. All right, Team Futures. Alabama is plus 200. That's nothing. That's like two to one. That's almost like two to one odds. Yeah. Ohio State, plus 350. Georgia is at plus 475. And then after that, that, the next one close, after that, you get to really double digits. I mean, Clemson's plus 800. USC's plus 1,400. He brought up Texas A&M. They're plus 2,500. Oklahoma going through a new coach, a defensive-minded coach. They're plus 5,000. Didn't and, and Tomcat brought up Arkansas, right? Yeah. Okay. Arkansas plus, so. plus 15,000. Stop it. Let me go ahead and repeat this take because this is, I mean, this is kind of what I do. I mean, I just don't, you know, come people get on there just to spew stuff to kill clock. If I put it on wax, on the hot air, most likely, I really did. I've kind of know some things. Not I'm always right. Alabama and Ohio State is a little bit in the class zone. Don't mean they're running the table. Don't mean they're going to show up in the title game, both undefeated. They're deeper than everybody else. And they have their, their those two teams will have you're you're talking about two Heisman guys at the position, probably playing for Ohio State and, and Alabama. 
Hell, for we ain't seen a back-to-back Heisman winner. I said, what? What's the old man? Uh, Archie, well, who who won it again? Back-to-back back in the day. Last time a Heisman was one back-to-back. They quarterback. Like, he's got a. Um, he's, he's got a. He's got a chance. Old school out of guy. Ohio, yeah, out of Ohio State. Archie uh, Griffin. I'll take your word for it. You're Ohio State native. I think that's who I was searching for. Arkansas, man. I know they, they've competed. But to sit there, what about them to win the, the, the no, no, okay. What do you think about uh, the the big controversy around the USA Today polls? Was the number eighteen Texas Longhorns get somebody gave them a first place vote? Yeah, I thought I brought that up yesterday a little bit. I just thought it was comical. I mean, it had to be a boost. There had to be somebody that went to born, uh, graduated from Austin uh, first, but why? Based off of what? That person probably thinks, what, Archie's showing up this year? They probably, that, that dumbass is probably think that. Why would you get, how did they get a first play based off of what? They didn't even win the Big 12 last year. Do you ever, were they even bowl eligible? Did they get a bowl last year? Were they bowl eligible last year, Bartlett? No, not, last, no, no, not no. last year. Last year we were five and seven. Yeah. You, you have to remember yeah. too, Calvin, this is also a coach's poll. So it was a coach that True. gave him that first place vote. True. True. So there you go, a coach. I said either all, somebody alumni or whatever, that's a, a coach that gave that coach's poll. Speaking of coaches' votes, there was a coach that voted for UTSA to be in the top 25. I have no problem with that. They won their conference. Getting a little recognition. You know what I'm saying? They won their conference. Getting our backyard some flowers. Under the radar. I mean, Trailer's losing some guys, too. I mean, he's got to reload this year. I would love to seen, you know, that squad last year have to tangle with UT. But, I mean, yeah, I have no problem with that. They won their, their conference. UT, like Bart said, not even bowl eligible. And you know how hard it is to miss a bowl game these days? You know how many bowls there are? You have to really be bad not to get a bowl game. You have to be hot garbage. And, I mean, call it what you want to, but that's, close, yeah. that is unacceptable, okay? For the University of UT, I don't care if it's a first-year coach, because that's really what Sark has to fix. Like, you've got to set the table, whether you're going to be a lifer there, speaking of Sark, you've got to set the table better for the next person, or what they don't have to go through that anymore. I don't care who the coach is. I don't care if it's a first year. I don't care if it's Jonas coaching the UT. You cannot miss a bowl game. Bowl eligible. You should really be competing for Big 12s every year until you move to SEC. And this is a team that's moving up in class to the SEC in a couple of years, and they missed a bowl. There's like a thousand bowl games. If you got money, if you got eight figures, seven, eight figures, you can have a bowl game somewhere. Okay? If I really took the time and really wanted to and put my efforts into it, I could I could find people with money and put together. We could do it at at Northeast Stadium, and it could be a sports grind entertainment bowl. Okay, and it could be whoever. It could be Dion HBCU versus. They will take your money for both. But all these TV deals, all this realignment going on, it's gonna shrink that a little bit. It's gonna shrink that. No more Rydell games. No more donation in games. Give me 400000 You can come kick our ass. Props to Dion. I'm not putting my guys through that. I ain't selling out for no check. That's a true athlete there. That's one of the goals. That's, uh, I've never heard anybody really come out and say, like, wait a minute. Because other athletic uh, ADs, presidents, they don't even consult with the coach. Hey, you're going over there. What? Yeah, they're paying us. Already accepted the check. The wire's on the way. We already sent them 
our account information, everything. Get the guys ready. Good luck. Deion's like, hell no, we ain't ready. We ain't playing no Alabama. I'm not selling my kids out for a check. Because some of them kids don't even belong on the same. Some of them kids are going to be selling insurance. They're going against first-round Sunday guys. Guys that are spitting at the, foaming at the mouth. And you got somebody lined up on the other side that's going to be selling insurance. Going to be working for Stephen Reese and Integrity Advisors. But we got to limit. We're about to eliminate all that. 1-800-707-9760. We'll keep it rolling before we get back to where you're Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 13. Oh, he dropped? Okay. That's Mike. Mike, he probably had a load to drop off. What's up? Well, it's, it's possible. Uh, well, sticking with this college football really quick. Um, so rounding out the top 10, do you have any issues with these coaches' selections? Number 10, Baylor. Number 9, Oklahoma. And they've lost a lot, too. Uh, 8, Utah, 7, A&M, 6, Michigan, 5, Notre Dame, and, uh, of course, 4, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Um, Definitely don't uh, have a problem with Baylor. I think they could be a little bit higher, to be honest with you. That's my sleeper for the Big 12. Yeah, Baylor's going to be competing for the Big 12 title in Mobley, unless they just take a – uh, Michael Jackson moonwalk back because I think they kind of overachieved last year with first year uh, head coach they had last year, second year, I think. Um, so he's coming his third year. So, yeah, I, I think Baylor probably could have been a little bit higher. Uh, anybody else in there? No, not really. I'm surprised A&M's not getting a little bit more love. I think um, I would have probably made A&M probably at least try to make them a top five, a top six. It could bring them up there at eight, right, or seven. Uh, A&M seven. Okay, I would have brought them up maybe to five. I think with all the frogging Michigan and Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I think New, Notre Dame. There's some uncertainty. New head coach. I mean, I'm rooting for the brother, but Brian Kelly took the money and run. He's down in Baton Rouge, changed his damn accent and everything else. It was like a gumbo. You know, I, I would I would have probably A&M Jimbo coming back. You know, they beat Alabama last year. You see him building the program. Definitely, I would have think that A&M would have had. And not only that, didn't they have the number one recruiting class, A&M, or this last one, didn't they? Whether it was paid for or not, yes. Well, hey, man, they played by the rules. They had the number one. Their boosters won, whatever you want to call it. The best players money can buy. It doesn't matter. They, they, they had the best recruit. They should be at least five, you know. Um, but you know, we'll see how we see how it plays out. I mean, their coaches polls and the, you know, AP, I mean, it's, it's all to kind of give them and the networks, those sexy, Hey, we got the five and seven matchup in week five. We really don't know. And I've heard Nick talk about this and other coaches say this too, not just Nick, but it's like, really, we should play the games before anybody gets ranked. I mean, but like re- week four then or something you, like that. You should yeah. probably wait until at least week six, week seven, before you really give out rankings and then then hand it over to the committee. Then hand it over to the playoff committee and let them kind of decide. Okay, we got Mike back on there. Okay, let's try this again. Mike, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Mike? Mike. Mike. All right, man. That's still no go. Yeah, yeah. Mike's probably like, if that's Mike, Mike, he's probably thinking like, man, all the times you done went to me like under five minutes. Mike probably had a routine. Probably stayed a bit. I got about two drops, man. I can leave the phone on the thing. Sorry, man. You know things are changing over here to keep up. I just decided to move, so Mike up there. Let's go. Um. Anyway, back to Mr. Smith from Chicago. First of all, 
It's during contract negotiations that he, you know, demanded trade. That lets you know when things really go bad. Like you, that lets you know when when guys decide to ask for a trade during contract negotiations. That lets you know something was said that really pissed them off. Whether something about their availability, something about their skills diminished, something like that. That's what that tells me, in my opinion. Now, let me tell you about Chicago. Okay, in this ownership group. Without a doubt, Chicago Bears are a historic franchise. Without a doubt. The oldest stadium in NFL today is still Soldier Field. For now. For now. But also with that title and that resume, they are the cheapest team in NFL history as well, too. The only teams that come close is probably the Cincinnati Bengals in their time, and they've changed that a little bit late, but they're, one of the, they're known as one of the cheapest front office. Chicago is the cheapest team in the, in the NFL history. They don't spend money. They just don't believe in spending money. They haven't, and that's why this Justin Fields situation is really going to be interesting how this plays out, especially when we look at the landscape of NFL quarterbacks and their contracts. But Chicago ain't never paid nobody. So, and, and what is he entering his, was he entering his last year of his contract? Yeah, this is the last year of his deal. Yeah, that, a guy like Smith, you don't allow that to happen. And not only that, defense. Chicago is a, is a, is a franchise known for defense, defensive stars, defensive Hall of Famer. That's a guy. Usually the face of the franchise is not the quarterback. It's the defensive player. The middle linebacker, the outside linebacker. Now, well, before we move on, we'd like to see some teams that be in rumor that might be in those sweepstakes. Then we've got some other stuff to get to as well, too. You listen to the sports crime being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official 
sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. Sports Grind being presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so... Um, before we move on to the Smith situation with Chicago, yeah, they're just a cheap organization, historic, but they've never really paid anybody. And what are the teams that are being rumored to be in this mix, possibly if Chicago decides to uh, move him? So CBS Sports today gives us their and, and, and this is a couple of sites, but I like I like the CBS Sports list here, giving us their top five potential landing spots for inside linebacker Roquan Smith. Number five, the Dallas Cowboys. They do have a need there. Van Der Esch is not locked down for the future. There's still question marks around him. Of course, Michael Parsons plays edge and linebacker. But this would be a trade situation. And me personally, um, I would be surprised if Smith would sign off on that or go for that. Um, I don't really know in regard to where he's at. You have to really think that he would sit there and want to know that he's going to a bona fide contender with an opportunity to win and win a ring. I I don't know if if Dallas uh, would be that. And the other factor to that, you got to think if you're going to trade, I mean, he's not going to come cheap. And if you're going to trade for him, you're going to be have to probably be prepared to give him a new contract too as well and I don't know if Dallas in that situation financially what they got going on could even play that game and I don't think they'd be willing to give up him just to rent him for 17 weeks but keep it going what what does Dallas have to move in exchange for him as well like yeah paying him for the future is one thing but you don't have wide receivers it could this be a Zeke move could could Chicago say Okay, well, we we could use some help at running back. We'll take Zeke Elliott or or Pollard. Uh, I'm not I Cowboy mean, fan. I'm I, not think, I, I think it's really going to be more about picks for him. Okay. I don't think it's a situation where that moves Chicago to be able to get a Zeke or a Pollard to move. I mean, that's one of the heart and souls of that defense. I mean, you know, a few years ago, you know, Vic's last couple years there, I mean, they had the best defense in the league. I mean, their defense – you know, catapulted them to a playoff spot. But keep it going. Number four on the list, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've definitely probably got some money. Um, they've already given up a, quite a bit to acquire Tyreek uh, Hill. Uh, but if you start looking at the defensive side, which they've paid attention to in the last few, they've addressed, I should say, in the last few years of the draft. Um, I can see that. And again, Miami's one of those attractive spots to a guy like him. You know, playing in Georgia for the college warm climate, you're up there in Bears, going to the grocery store in December and January, not that fun. Not that fun. So definitely the 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 smell of South Beach in Miami could definitely move him to say, okay, I'm down with going there. 
and they have a pretty solid secondary, and we'll get to that in a second, but they have mm. a pretty solid secondary behind you mm. to help, and they, they just need some shoring down in the middle of that defense. Number three, the New England Patriots. Another inside linebacker for Bill Belichick to have some fun with. Mm. Definitely could see it. Um, you know, there's not everybody, no matter how talented you are, not everybody's meant to play for Bill Belichick in New England. Just like not everybody can play down here in San Antonio on East Houston Street for Greg Popovich. Um, I would just think New England, everything I'm hearing out, that there's some there's some struggles going on early in camp on the offensive side in New England. Don't be surprised if Bill decides to go back to one of the wishing wells, one of his old counterparts, for some help, or you hear about a hiring coming on, you know, here pretty soon. Charlie Weiss out there. You know, a couple of things. They're really struggling, I'm hearing, offensively in camp. So that's probably their ass. They're looking at that. But I could definitely see you giving somebody like Bill like that. But keep it going. Uh, CBS Sports is number two landing spot for Roquan Smith. The Denver Broncos. Mm. What do you feel about that one there, Cal? Let me tell you something, man. First off, (laughs) when he was in college, my boy old Bronco Billy, He's been dying for a damn linebacker since they passed on uh, Mosley. <laughs> that was years ago when Mosley went to the Ravens. Thought we were going to go get uh, Bud Dupree. No, we'll trade. We'll take no offense. Denver fan base has been hungry for a true linebacker, and they really haven't had one. I mean, you got to go to the – I mean, that 16 team, you know, with the speed of, you know, they had, you know, Marshall in there. Then you had um, – uh, Danny Trevathan like that. Let me tell you something. With that defense, what I'm hearing from their new defensive coordinator, what they're doing at the secondary, uh, if they're able to trade for Smith and they're just giving up more picks, you know, keep in mind what they gave up to Russell Wilson. Um, the AFC West is the AFC West is over with. That's a wrap. I don't know about championship, not right away. I mean, I don't know about that. But if they get if Smith joins. Denver, and you're talking about Randy Gregory, if he can stay healthy, which he's on the pup list, by the way. Now you're Dallas. You see, I told you, no, you'll, yeah, whatever. Pup list. Uh, Chubb is in a, like, he, they, he got to beg them to pick up his option. Chubb's in the doghouse. He got a ball. So he's going to come. And you add Smith to that? Stop it, man. That six year reign will be over in AFC West. That's how I feel about that. I didn't know they'd add number two because you're telling me this in real time. But yeah. Again, you'd be looking at a trade. So, what would you be willing to part with? Denver would have to give up something, you know. They can take when, 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 when Seattle's done taking these picks in a couple of years. They can they can they can get on the clock in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Just keep it going because we got there's a lot of young talent over there. They can get some picks. That's what they can get. You won't draft day one for the next. And decade. keep in mind, not only that, the Walton Group was officially introduced today. We didn't talk about my man Hamilton. The, the racing guy, my brother that just joined the team last year. Lewis Hamilton. Lewis F1, Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, that's Lewis Hamilton. That's Connalisa Rice. Darkness, everybody. Darkness is spreading. Yeah, so at Russell Wilson. Darkness, everybody. So at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, come on. It won't even be fair. But keep, but keep it. But yeah. And not only that, but speaking of the Walton, they got the money. He'll get a new deal. He'll get a new deal. Okay? Got Walmarts all over this country. They'll play with that tax. They can, you don't want that to happen. Just go AFC get, West don't want that to happen. Keep it going. Be sure to go get Kroenke's cap advisor on that one. Uh, finally, number one landing spot for Roquan Smith 
if the Chicago Bears were to trade him. CBS Sports likes the Baltimore Ravens. That and be I fair. do not like that. That wouldn't be fair. And that and that's such a Ravens Patrick move. Patrick Queen over there. And too. I can definitely Ooh. tell you I can de- tell you Raekwon, Roquan, however you want to pronounce it, I could tell you he would love to go there. And that It'd would be, be I'm telling you, man, Ryan Clark is the only other guy that I've heard that's on my train. The Ravens, you can say the Ravens are a Super Bowl, like under the radar ready team they lost a truckload this time last year and they still got eight nine wins okay the ravens look we're gonna do the over and under totals but i'll tell you right now i might change it but i'm probably i'm picking the ravens probably to win that division and that's no disrespect to the uh, the who that or whatever the cincinnati Bengal nation they're getting almost a second team keep in mind they're running back they lost two running backs the other guy's still on the pup list um Dobbins. Dobbins is coming back. He's coming back, He's but they're bringing back. him slowly. Dobbins, look what they did with the run. That means the band is back right there. You got Lamar Dobbins and the guy who tore his ACL too. Uh, what was the other running back? I forgot my man's name. But that is a that is a three-headed monster on the ground. The you give Smith to the Ravens? Oh hell. You know? That I mean, come on. They better pay. They better pay Lamar Jackson because you don't want to give him Smith, and then Lamar takes a gamble. We're good. We'll talk negotiations after. And he takes their ass to the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, and the old big toaster down in Arizona break the bank. Be like y'all thought Patrick's money was crazy. Look at this. He'll come in there just cheesing everything. In a picture of his mom in the background. We did it, baby. Yeah. That's so much of a Ravens move. That wouldn't be fair. For the one team that hasn't gone through a rebuild and a teardown, that ain't even right. And I really could say that. If you, if I had to go to Vegas right now to put money on it, first of all, we don't even know Chicago. If I'm Chicago, I'm not trading them. Just pay the guy. you got to have some. We don't even know what this Justin Field experiment is going to be. Okay? You, your, your, name, your face of your franchise has been on the D. De- Singletary. Uh, Brian Urlacher. Richard Dent, Dick Buckus. Go get Khalil Mack. You know, that Khalil Mack, even though he's there for a cup of coffee, but I'm not putting him. I'm talking about the real born, raised, drafted. He's born. He's a he's a hometown kid. Speaking, they drafted him. I'm not, you know, my man that you just brought up, Khalil Mack, he was he ain't he ain't original. I'm talking about the original bear. I'm talking about you drafted to play there. Fair enough. They gotta pay. I would, if I'm them, I'm not trading. But if I had to go to Vegas to put money down, I probably would put it on the Ravens. That makes the most sense to me. I mean, Denver makes sense too, because they've always needed a linebacker, but I think reality, Ravens. Because again, if he has to choose, and he and I think he would probably get to choose kind of where he wanted to go. You can look at like, hey, Ravens, I like that coach. That's an experienced coaching staff. That's Lamar Jackson. I believe in him. I played against him. I know how hard it is. And then you look at Denver. Well, you know, they've got a rookie coach. I don't know about that, this and that. But, hey, I might be able to get in the Sierra video. That's still Russell. They got new ownership. That's what it come down to. You shouldn't even told me that. I didn't even know Denver would have been on the list. Because when we were talking about that, you tell me that real time. That's not fair. No way. No way. <laughs> Stop it. The hardest division, in, because I already told you he's going to have the best defense in that in that division. Hell, and, and Casey Rob thinks it's been slipping. I already said, I didn't even brought it up on the show. Kansas City just cut their first round. They drafted him in the first round two years ago, cornerback. They just cut him over the weekend. Okay? Now, they got some new cats coming in, but they've already cut their first round pick of two years ago. Moving on.
Keep it going, because I don't even want to get excited about it. You get my hopes up. I don't even want excited, because I wanted him out of college. I knew that wasn't happening. Oh, no, man. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> it might be not one, not two, whatever Russell showed up in. I mean, because the defense, is there. it just depends on that. It just depends on how it goes. All right, man, what else do we got to get? The Jets get a blow. They took a blow yesterday. Their right tackle, I believe. Yeah, Makai Becton. Makai Becton. Not a good news when you're dealing with a second-year quarterback, okay? They're calling him um, the uh, Kruger Slayer. That's his new nickname I'm hearing in camp. I'll tell you, man, he gonna, if he, I think he can play. Salah, I like he, you know, he's coming in his second year. I like what he's doing with the team. I think finally they got a front office right, despite their ownership, because Woody's out there, man. Woody's been in the politics. He's in some shady stuff, you know. But I, I think their own their their front office, they finally got it right. I like where the Jets are going. I don't think they're ready yet to compete with Miami and Buffalo. But they're going to nip at some heels. They're going to get more wins than they did last year. And by this time next year, watch out. Because at the end of the day, they had the best draft hands down this past April. It wasn't even close. I mean, I guess you say how many first-round picks you're supposed to hit on that. But that talent, they got youthful. They had the best draft I've seen in a minute, to be honest with you. They really do kind of have that that feeling of uh, the Cincinnati Bengals over the last couple of years. Young time, of course, you know, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson is Joe Burrow by any means. And that makes a big difference. But adding Garrett Wilson in the draft, that's pretty big. You go over to Cincinnati, bring in CJ Uzama, the tight end. You make a couple other moves. There's just potential, and that AFC East isn't as you know loaded as you kind of feel like it might. It's still quite open. I get what open. you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, real quick, so we got three. We'll have to part. We'll parlay. I know tomorrow. Keep in mind, we're going to be joined by Greg Bell of Seahawks News. Uh, he writes for the uh, News Tribune up there in Washington. He'll come down. I mean, well, not come down here, but he's going to be on the on the line with us tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk to him about what's going down, I should say, in Seattle's camp. Do they really believe in Drew Locke, or is that just fake news? And where did it go wrong with Russell? And is the ownership really backing Pete Carroll like that? Did it really come down to Pete Carroll and Russell? Eager to know. It's a nice setup besides that opening night in, in week one where they say the best for last, that opening last game on week one, going back to the house where he built. I will tell you, man, they, he's going to have to come out and play pretty good because Sierra's running amok at Denver's camp. They got over there with the kids doing dancing. I'm like, hey, man, Russ, like, I know you're wearing the blue and orange, brother, but you better, you better come out. It better not be because of you, okay, because y'all, y'all get away for everything, you and your whole family. I know they're saying that because you start losing, then it's the kids. Here's these damn kids again. Here they coming again. You know, that stuff can wear on you. So, yeah, we'll be joined by him Wednesday and then Thursday, Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Inquirer. Are they ready to get off the mat? Okay. Are they ready to get off the mat? And who was the guy? Because is he on, still on the squad? The guy that ran on the field that was in street clothes. Who was that? Remember the Super Bowl and the celebration that cost him a penalty? Yeah, McPherson. Is he uh, still over there? Is that him? I, 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 in the Cincinnati oh, in the Super oh, no, Bowl, you're remember? The, you're talking about the player on the, on the sideline. Yeah. Um, I'd have to double check that one. Yeah. yeah. Help us out on that flip. Ran out of time, man. I wanted to show you the, the announcement that we we're getting to. 
Yeah, but I get this in a minute. I'll go ahead and explain this tomorrow if we get to it. Just tune in, man. It's coming soon. We'll talk about it when we have time. I'm not the one that likes to talk about myself all the time. Anyway, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett. Spinning the one and two. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio. People up in Tyler. People up in the Shaw City. People down the whole 305 South Florida region. And my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button, before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow.